Welcome to the Neurodiverse Toolbox with Sheila Kieschlin and Paige Kieschlin. Good afternoon. I'm sure everybody is being welcomed by your cough. Sorry. I work How are in the you? general public. It's my really fault. <laughs> and that's why you cough yeah. because you work with the general public. Yeah. We'll try and keep this to the minimum. Um, I will. So how was your day? It's okay. okay. We're we're chugging along. We're listening to a um if you guys know Bear, if you're interested in true crime, you might know of her. Her name is Bailey Sarian. She um she does this murder and mystery makeup Monday thing where she tells about a murder mystery or a mystery and she does her makeup at the same time I don't really care about the I mean like it's it's nice to like watch someone do it but I like her stories and I'm watching one about a cult about the Jim the Jones town cult it's really interesting I I think he's whack. it's an unusual combination he's whack but I think it's interesting. Well, I just think the the murder. Oh, and the it's actually pretty common. There are a couple people on YouTube who do that. that. Do makeup and oh, murder. something something and while they tell a story. I just think murder and makeup is it's, it's a little interesting. But like, what else are you gonna <laughs> but, do? You know, so that's on YouTube. So you it's on YouTube. It. Yes. Cool. And, and so that's what you're doing. That's what I, while I'm I'm currently folding my laundry. I have more laundry that I need to put in the washer. Because it's laundry day. Because it's always a struggle. It's always a struggle. The homemade. I really, I really actually need to do what you said and put it from the dryer into my closet. Yeah. Then it sits in a laundry basket. Yeah, for, the laundry basket is I just not your friend. I won't buy laundry baskets when I get my own house. There you go. I won't have laundry baskets. And then you can't use them. And one of my clients recently um, started only using two spoons, two forks, two knives, That's also two, did, two plates. Um, but you know, if I and have only red mugs for soup, cause she has a ton of mugs. She like collects her mugs, but she's only mugs. using the red mugs that she has. For soup. Yeah. Cause that's really all she uses mugs for. I mean, I guess she drinks coffee too, okay. but Does anyway, she... Okay. she said she loves having less dishes less <laughs> and that dishes now they're not all over her desk. That's good. Um, so yeah. yeah. All right. So Today we're talking about superpowers, quote unquote superpowers for ADHD, and for we'll ADHD do superpowers for, for other, other things another day. Yeah, but today we're doing like as their own subject, right? Like each one as its own subject, right? Not ADHD, and then all of the others. No, no, right. Just wanted to so a day for everything. Yes. Um, mm. So ADHD. So <clears throat> before you dive into like the researchy ones that you found. Yes. What superpowers do you think you have? Um, I've been told that I'm funny. I think I'm more funny when I try not to be funny. When I am, <laughs> when I'm actively trying to be funny, I just sound stupid, I think. And like no one laughs. But then when I say something just like offhand, people laugh and like, oh, Paige, you're so funny. I was like, if you say so. But apparently that's a thing amongst people with ADHD, I guess a lot of comedians also have ADHD. For sure. I mean, you can kind of spot them. Yeah. So, um, that uh, creative, I think I'm creative. I would like to think I think outside of the box. Okay. What I else think. do you think um, you have? 
have a good sense of observation. I like am well aware of my surroundings. Mm. I think that's just more of a um I watch too much true crime, so now I'm like <laughs> I think most people who have ADHD kind of look around a lot but, anyway. I mean so. I can notice a change in a room pretty quickly usually. Mm-hmm. It's good, especially as a woman who walks to work yeah. to be aware of your surroundings. So yeah. that's definitely a good thing. Um, what else? Fairness. Fairness. Um, yes. Compassionate, maybe. Uh-huh. Empathetic, I would say. Empathetic. I mean, compassion is one thing, but like, I think you're really <laughs> empathetic. Um, um, well, I was really empathetic too. Both my girls are pretty empathetic. It's a good thing. It's absolutely a good thing. Usually. Yeah. Sometimes uh, it's not. <laughs> we have to keep everything in check, right? Yeah. Um, um, so what did you find as being? Oh, in middle, in elementary school. For whatever reason, I got like we, they used to give out like little stones if you did like a particular thing and you would right. be up on this wall. Uh huh. I got one for perseverance. That's interesting. It is interesting. I guess I sometimes I think depending on what depending it is. on what it is <clears throat> and how many times I've failed. Once you start failing a lot, it's kind of hard to persevere. But absolutely, and perseverance isn't usually one of the via strengths that's at the top of. I'm like pretty lines. sure it's not at the top of mine. Oh, I think I it's know it's one not. Of the bottom. <laughs> it's usually one of the bottom five for most people out of twenty six. So, um, but that's so okay. that doesn't mean that it's like something that you're just like terrible it at. Mean you it's just it. not something you resort to. Yeah, it's not your go-to. It makes it sound like when it's at the bottom, it's like you're the least of that. Like, it's not good. Like, mine, I think it, the bottom one is, like, self-control or something. <laughs> I can I've see that. Terrible self-control. But positive things on life. Yeah, we're I doing did... superpowers, so good things. Good things. Superpowers. So what else did you find out? Um, Problem solving. Absolutely. So you can think outside of the box. We have many ideas. Our brains are filled with ideas, all of the ideas. So it's easier for you to think outside of the box than it is for someone else. Like well, I think lots of things combined with that, though. Like you're really creative and well, usually really curious. I know you have oh, other things. I'm just curious. Saying, that was one I think being curious, I though, and being creative are going to yeah. feed into problem solving. Yes. Um, right. right. Um, that's why engineers I find interesting right because they're yeah. problem solving right yeah yeah and creative mm-hmm. um and curious an engineer has to things. be curious they're all those things um I didn't write curious on my list but curious yeah. would be one of them absolutely you can ignore our cat in the background if you can hear it sorry <laughs> um creative and imagination again filled with I- brains are filled with ideas so creative juices so I think just we need to be specific about, about being creative. creative. It's not like art. Well, it can be art, <laughs> but sure. it doesn't have to be art. Like you can think of like, like a different way of doing something. Like you don't have to do the same thing, the same way, the same things, the same way every time. It's, or like anybody else does them. 
yeah, you can like think of other ways to do it. It would probably make that activity more fun. Right. I actually, I had a client who actually had autism, but creativity was like his like second or third via thing. And he was like, oh, I don't think I'm creative at all. But the guy like, built like a tech empire mm-hmm. and he had started out as like a programmer right so like that's creativity as well mm-hmm. right um what else passion mm-hmm. uh we know what it feels like to struggle or to be rejected so you're less likely to do it to someone else because you know you've been on the receiving end of that you have a heart. We um. Uh, it, it said you have we have a heart made of or it, under one of them. It said you have we had a heart made out of gold. Mm. Um, almost sort of like, not really sure what that means. But um, heart made of gold mm, idiom. Um, <laughs> so just like a really big heart, like that you're just a a really good person and want to do the best for people that the same line as you wear your heart on your sleeves no that means you're like overly emotional oh because i've been described as both um so and that's a plot of you um that's a little but um you think like for compassion or fairness equity all those things are really important because you're i think a you're more likely to understand what it feels like to be on the other side Mm -hmm. but I think you're also more likely to like be observant and see it when it's happening to other people so they're usually the people likely to like root for the underdog Mm-hmm. Type thing. They're usually the people like when they were in school to like stand up for the kid that was getting bullied I used to do that right so yeah um see here a sense of humor laughing matters you should laugh it's good for you it's very good for you plus it it releases uh, um, all kinds of good uh hormones that Mm -hmm. you need for your brain anyway being being goofy and silly like used in the correct context obviously lighten like in a stressful situation you got to read the room before you do something like that which means you have to pause yes. first, which is not a strength. But, no, but, but you can do it. You can. And yes, and plus definitely. You, um, like my boyfriend tells me that I make him, like when I'm silly and goofy, I make him be silly and goofy. Because he's that's not his tendency. It's not you really bring it his, up for I think I bring it, I, he, he does the same thing for me. Like when he's goofy, I'm goofy too. We're both two weirdos. It's all good. I'm sure you're goofier more often than he is, though, because it seems more part of your character than he's. Yeah. Um, fear. Perseverance. I was one of the ones that it said. I There were some that several would say that I don't necessarily, like, experience? see or agree with or, or experience. But that doesn't mean it's like, not everybody. Yeah. So like perseverance. I mean? So I guess not everybody's gonna have all of these superpowers. Yeah. Some so, of these superpowers. Some of them that I list, you, you might have different ones than what I list. Right. Those are just the ones you found in your research. Yes. And some and some that I yeah. Well, bless you, Kusha. Our cat just sneezed. Um, um perseverance. 
Um, which I, I do understand this one. Like people you, with ADHD have to like work harder. They do. Sometimes for and like you, the same results as someone who is neurotypical, who can like, you know, easily finish their homework in like an hour when it takes you like two. Or more. Or more. <laughs> but you still or, did it. Right. I mean, I would definitely say that in when you were in middle school and high school, you could see perseverance more often in you because mm-hmm. you really wanted to do well. Yes. Right. Like it was important to you to do well. And so since you had that motivation, you were more likely to, yes, to put in that perseverance. Yeah. You're not in school anymore. I am not in school. So, <laughs> I don't have so, really anything to persevere towards. That, exactly. I mean, but I do, but like not like a specific goal. A lucid idea, maybe, is more descriptive now. But um, anyway, like I said, an, a sense of um, observation and a keen memory, long-term memory. Yes. Not, not short-term memory, but no, long-term okay. memory is good. You have a great long-term memory. Usually. Usually. Not <laughs> always. Sorry if you don't. But... Again, you remember all kinds thing. of childhood that, like, mm-hmm. your siblings can't remember. Yeah. I remember seeing Jack for the first time after he was born. Well, I remember that day. It was a very exciting. I was, like, super excited. <laughs> and then he grew up and started taking your stuff. No, and tackling me down to the ground. <laughs> uh, I used to be able to, but then he grew up. <laughs> um, see here. Sometimes, like, well, yes, ADHD, like, you, like, don't always, like, it, it is hard to, like, sometimes focus on stuff, but then also, like, maybe because, of, like, all of, like, the background noises and you can hear everything, but then that also is, like, you can also, like, you're attentive to and observing, all, every, like, literally everything all at once, too, so you are attent- you are being attentive, but you're also not being attentive, I mean, there's different forms of being attentive, right? So like being somewhat aware of what's going on around you all the time is a good Mm -hmm. thing. Yes. And I think people with ADHD tend to do that because they do get distracted. So they're like, oh, somebody just walked in the room. or literally can't turn it off. Or, oh, there's something coming. But there are also people who get so hyper-focused that they actually are so into what they're doing that they forget everything else, including like, I was just talking to this guy. He makes these incredibly beautiful wooden boxes. They're gorgeous. And he said, it's just a hobby. He doesn't, he pays, he like sells them to friends and stuff, but he doesn't like sell them at craft fairs or anything. He should. He should because they're gorgeous. But said like, that's what he does every Saturday. Mm -hmm. And he completely forgets to like eat. Or like, to like I've do anything, that. but he's so intense on what he's doing. That's what I used to do um, in high school. That he, um, you know, he's so he's so hyper focused. He forgets about everything else, right? right? So it goes both ways. Yes, and either of them can be a superpower depending on how you're using it, right? Yes. Gotta use your claws for everything, don't you? She is talking to the cat and not me. You don't have claws. Well, um. Let's see here. 
so yeah a sense of like you can notice something even if like other people miss it mm-hmm. so that could be like an observation or it could be like some like your problem solve like a problem solving thing like you see something that no one else for whatever reason can see mm-hmm. like you see like or a, you see a connection between yeah, things that, that other people, people don't see yeah um hyper focusing right we just talked about it it could be a good thing mm-hmm. if you use it correctly mm-hmm. it could also be your demise but right i mean yes if you're hyper focusing on like the rabbit hole that's taking you away from what you're actually which is actually doing, really easy when you look up it's super easy because then you're, because again, I do curiosity, right? I do that often. So that's like, how oh, can... what's that? And then I open a new tab and that's so, how I get 90 tabs. So that's where, in, that's where hyper-focus and, and um, curiosity like cross the line, mm-hmm. right? And become not superpowers, right? Because you start to look something up and then yes. it mentions something else and you're like, like oh, what what's that? that? And then you do look at that mm-hmm. and then that mentions something else and then there you go yeah there's your afternoon yes. um and so or night or night um right but but hyper focus if you're using it for like your career like when lisa citarella was on our podcast she was talking about mm-hmm. how hyper focus is a benefit for, for her, her when she's massaging people right yeah. um i'm hoping to have this tattoo artist on um and his mother was is a friend of mine and so she was telling me how he could like tattoo for like eight hours mm-hmm. right and i don't like do amazing beautiful work she showed me some of his work it's is gorgeous it? is, oh. mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you might have to check them out maybe i want to get <laughs> shark one yeah like a tiger shark down the back down your- like Maybe like here. Oh, on the side. Or here. Not no. not on the not the back. No, the like the thing. Side. On the side of like. Because then I wouldn't be able to see it if it was on the back. That's true. <laughs> and you like, want to see. I want to be able to see if it's beautiful. <laughs> so yeah, so he um so he's hyper focusing for his career, right? right? <clears throat> so that's a good thing, right? Yes. If you're hyper focused and you're like, I have a guy who I coach who's a software engineer. And he definitely hyper focuses on his career when he's doing coding, right? So, so if you're hyper focused okay. on something that's good or beneficial to you, or that you're doesn't even have to be necessarily for your job though. It could be a hobby, or it could, it could be, be something you're just really passionate about learning. Mm-hmm. Those are all still good things, good yes. results. Um, endless mm-hmm. energy. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Um, sometimes we all we have all of the energy. No idea where it comes from. Like Mm -hmm. after a long day at work, I still somehow have this energy to stay up until like 11 o'clock at night. But we're like the energizer bunny. Always going with like the drum. You know what I'm talking about? The pink bunny. Yeah, I I gotcha. Uh, Okay. Um, I don't have this one, which makes me kind of sad. I try to have this one. Oh, a zeal for life or a zest for life or it said zeal for life is it zest or zeal either it's either yeah potato potato correct okay who says potato no one says that (laughs) no one says potato what person is saying 
I'm sorry. Um, zest for life. Zest for life. You're like always enthusiastic and always fun, even if sucks. Always seeing the bright side. Always seeing the bright side. I think some people put on that mask and aren't actually that way. So that would be really like exhausting. Exhausting. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> you just need to be pessimistic. <laughs> the day sucks. We be and just that's realistic. Okay. Well, just realism, a nice, happy medium. Um, but so I think there are some people who are just always really see, like Father Michael, when we interviewed him. He was very happy. He is a very, very happy, happy person. He actually has a nickname that people gave him that he's Olaf. Father. Oh, oh Olaf. Right? Because he's totally, he's totally like, Olaf. He's totally Olaf. He's totally um, Olaf. Right? But then. In all the best ways. But I think there are some people. I can think of a couple of my clients in particular who always appear to be really happy and positive, but actually that's not the, it's a mask. Sometimes it's like super good though. Cause like, if you're like a manager, sure. If you're you have to be people, like, you know, enthusiastic, enthusiastic, which is hard because I am a manager and I have to be like, we got this guys. Even when you just, even when I'm like, today's, disaster i want to go home <laughs> I wanna go. oh that's so sad but i can't be like that because then that brings down everyone else and then right we don't get anywhere um acceptance mm-hmm. very accepting mm-hmm. like acceptance we all know what acceptance people who, is who people who, are and who people are and, and, and as they yeah. come and very accepting mm-hmm um a strong moral compass slash fairness okay so a strong moral compass so like you like have a like a set of like these rules and you're very like you know the difference between right and wrong like and you're not afraid to like call it out if you think it's like unfair or wrong Uh you're gonna say something even yeah. when like other people like may agree with you, like, like uh, this happened at work, like a while ago, I like said something, I knew everyone else was thinking it. And I just was the one who like said it out loud and everyone was taken aback. It's like, whoa, Paige is like, y'all were thinking it. You all agree with me. Like none of them like denied what I said, mm-hmm. but like sometimes you shouldn't, shouldn't do that. You just have to, I think it's important to temper it by making sure that you pause to find the right words so that you're not angry. Well, just so you're not like, especially in a work environment, Mm -hmm. that you're not ruffling feathers that you don't want to ruffle. Yeah, right. that would be so good. Right. But I think it's always right to like... I was just talking to somebody the other day who isn't very familiar with neurodiversities and he referred um, to them as a disease. Oh. And I was like, well, now, well, not a disease, not a just disease. a different brain wiring. And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, right. Okay. Right. I got I was, you. I was doing some education for him. Right. So I wasn't like calling him out, but I was like, you know, finding the right words to say, actually, it's not a disease. Like, cancer's a disease. You can die from not a disease. <laughs> Right. Um, this is the difference, right? So, yeah. um, and he was fine with it, but I think it's important to find the right words. Words, words matter. Right. Which means you have to pause again. Yes. 
We're not talking about pausing today. We'll do that another day, maybe. Um, let's see here. <laughs> so yeah, say something to someone or about something or do something about something if you think it's wrong. It's all about acceptance. Fairness. Or fairness. 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 Yes. Yes. They do. Well, I mean all of the above. Yes. Um agreed. Agreed. Resilience. Um Yes. I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure if I have this one or not. Yeah. I do. I am resilient. Mm-hmm. I wasn't too sure. It sounds a lot like perseverance. So I wasn't sure. Well, they're like resilience is like, I don't know, a long time ago. This is this oh god, this ages me. So there used oh. to be these okay. used to be these commercials for Timex watches. What's that? Nobody wears a watch anymore. Oh, I wear a but lot. There are these watches that like but like the whole point of the watch was like it could take a beating and keep on ticking, right? Oh, oh like it was well, well it was well made, was right? Well made, so you yeah. could like treat it really harshly, you know, do everything with it on and it would keep on working. It was right. A cool new thing. So people with ADHD are, I think, very much the same way. You're all Timex watches. You take a beating and you can hear people say negative things about you and you can fail repeatedly and you keep on popping back up to keep on going. Yes. Right? Yeah. Okay. Right? That's and good. I think resiliency is a skill, skill, skill that it is a skill, but I think it's a. Can you teach it to someone? Sure. Right. That's okay. when you like, you know, if a kid like fails and you encourage them to try again right, or yeah. to get back up or to do something again. Right. It's oh, whole, yeah. like, okay. So, get back yeah. on the horse. Right? I got you. Um, I don't. All these today. Yes. Um, so, gosh. so um, but I think it is feeding in, it, it's in not in your generation. It is not. I think. Your generation is not as resilient as past generations. I think yeah, I agree. We give up easily. <laughs> so I it's think, just the default. Unfortunately. So I think it's important to have, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what allows people to be disappointed and to keep going, right? Yes. You can't just like give up when you're disappointed, yeah. right? So I, I did that to a little boy. Do have more than others. Yes. I, did, I helped with like this little boy that I, I used to remember Wilshire Sports Camp. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I did that with when I worked at Kumon too. But <clears throat> this little boy, he wanted to shoot a basket in like the big, they, they, these poor children would tell me how mean their classmates were to them. <laughs> and and all of the like this little boy literally told me how other people told him that he wouldn't be able to shoot a basket the basket in the big basketball hoops um, in the big the in one. the big like the normal you know normal hoop, because he was in a wheelchair and I was like no no that's not true you can do it you just gotta practice and he kept on practicing and when he did it he was he got so excited he was like Paige did you see that I did it and I was like good job dude and it was really cute. Yeah. But I mean, this other little boy in Kumon, I used to work in Kumon. It's like a learning center. It's a learning center. And he also had ADHD. So his mom would bring him like super like early. <laughs> and sometimes when he would be with all of the other kids, he would get super distracted. 
So I, I helped him and I, I told like, he was feeling like super down that day for whatever reason. I told him, do you want to know a secret? And he, I told him like, I have ADHD too. I, I totally got you. Cause he would get like super frustrated sure. and it was really sad. It is sad. But I think it really helped the little dude. I'm sure. He talked a lot. It was really, he was a really, really sweet. And <laughs> it was adorable. I do. And yeah, sometimes you guys talk a lot. We do talk a lot. Very talkative. There's a, there's a, I guess it could be a strength if you're a, they're oh, very, that was you one. tend to be verbal processors, yes. right? That was so, something that one of them had said that we were good, really good at conversations. Good at conversations. Good, conversations good storytellers. Are, especially if you have inattentive type of ADHD because you tend to be more talkative right so which means like you can do storytelling or mm-hmm. you can explain things well I'm so good or, at telling stories. comedians that we talked about before um, I make great stories I think <laughs> these just imaginative stories from my brain it's a great time that you tell people sometimes or you tell yourself and uh, most of them I tell myself because I think <laughs> like this should not be shared with anybody else <laughs> sometimes I share them maybe they're good stories they maybe you should be, write them down maybe I should write them down I can make or a series use, of children's uh, books google google voice type and then stick it in and then take that and then stick it into Grammarly to do all the grammar yeah yeah um let's see here <laughs> spontaneous and spontaneous yeah spontaneous and courage courage courageous okay. is what i wrote because i can't spell anything so i spelled spontaneous okay but those and are courageous two ones, right yes so spontaneous <laughs> spontaneous just like like adventures and stuff and uh-huh. fun adventure. it's good to be adventurous mm-hmm. going on adventures at school i want to adventure <laughs> all over yes Seeing new things, yes. new discoveries, new discoveries, like new and novel. Gotcha. It's very fun. Um, <laughs> and then courageous, and then courageous, like more willing to take risks, like mm-hmm. a bit like like this podcast. Mm-hmm. We didn't know anyone would be listening or give a crap about our podcast, but here you all are. You hope, and <laughs> we don't know. We're just sitting in our den. Well, no, sometimes I check. Do I do. I like to, I like to see the numbers. The numbers. And I haven't checked in good. a little while, but um there are people listening. So and then there's uh, I mean like I mean there's lots of and like being business. Oh yes, creating right? like, so, like being brave. Starting your own business or taking the risk to like a lot of artists are have ADHD, right? So mm-hmm. like letting people see their art, which is pretty vulnerable thing right. for artists. Um, speaking your mind. Um, that speaking your mind. mind. That's definitely brave, especially if you have to like speak up to authority. Um, yeah. You're like calling somebody else out on whatever. Yeah. Um, so there's lots of ways to be brave. Be brave. Going in front of the class and like doing a presentation can be really brave, mm-hmm. right? There's lots of forms of bravery. Yes. Facing your own shame or mm-hmm. um, um or your own finances and getting help with it. Yeah. That's bravery. Yes. Right. Um, um yeah. Asking for help. Yep. 
not something people with ADHD like to do. Mm -mm. <clears throat> yeah. Anything else? Um, I feel like there should be more. Do you feel like there should be more superpowers? Yeah. Why? I don't know. You just want more superpowers? I just think 13 isn't enough. <laughs> and you don't have all of them. I don't have all of them. No, I didn't but really. okay. I know. I, I like, I want to keep talking. You want to keep talking? I want to keep talking to them. <laughs> but you don't have any more superpowers? No, well, we can think of something. What are other things that you think you do well because of your ADHD? Mm -hmm. Say, like a lot of people, when it's ADHD, tend to be pretty um, more open to being like vulnerable or sharing their experiences. <laughs> Right, which I guess is a form of bravery, right? Yes. Um, um, or um, looking at this thing, I have this whole wordle, right? So, um, right, they tend to be pretty spirited people or adaptable, so they can change for different circumstances that they're in, right? <clears throat> so I suppose. You know, right? Or different, like, adaptable to different career things, like I used to have. I I saw this, I have this client who used to work in, like, big pharma, which is, like, you know, she worked for, like, pharmaceutical companies. Oh. She's a scientist. Oh. Um, and so, like, working in a corporation is very different than working in other areas, which right. is just switched to working in a more academic re area. Oh, very different. Which is very different, <laughs> right? But she's, but she's adaptable, right? So she mm -hmm. can do that, right? They tend to be kind-hearted people. They tend to be nonconformist. So they <laughs> definitely hear their own drummers. <laughs> um, which is great, right? Mm -hmm. Being an individual. Yes. Um, yes. Um, right. So, so there's lots of, there's lots of strengths when they're really in the flow mm -hmm. of doing whatever it is that they're doing. They're usually really good. And so the flow can be all different kinds of stuff, right? Like I had a client who was an EMT and as soon as she jumped off the ambulance, she was, she was on. She loved that adrenaline rush. I could right? see that. She knew exactly what to do. She could take in the scene. She could take in all the symptoms that they were experiencing. She could like figure out exactly what to do to save that person. I would be too nervous. And then like later, that person. And then later she had to do the paperwork and that's the part that sucked, right? Because yeah. she didn't like paperwork. paperwork. No fun. But <clears throat> with those few minutes, because you really only have, like if somebody's not breathing, you really only have like six minutes to get them breathing. Um, so she um, she was pretty great at that, um, right? So 
that's one kind of flow, but somebody else's flow might be more creative or might be more technical or whatever. Um, they tend to be pretty resourceful people, mm-hmm. right? So finding what they need and in, in their own way, I'd say. So most of my clients um, agree with the statement, I'd rather fail on my own than ask for help. Right. And because of that, they tend to be resourceful. Um, Someone wants to fail. Because nobody wants to fail now. Um, they tend to be really sensitive souls. Like they're, it can be if you're being, you know, you want to be like open and vulnerable in a relationship. Right. Any kind of, whether it's a friendship or a romantic relationship, being like sensitive and open isn't important for a deeper connection yes right so i think they have much deeper connections than other people have um marvelous no that doesn't say marvelous mavericks 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 so they you know risk takers oh yeah which we talked about right so yeah there's all those good things yeah all right we're good yeah yeah. Okay. Okay. Say goodbye. Boy. Thank you for listening. If you wanted to coach with me, see my information at bigbangcoaching.net. If you are interested in emailing us, you can reach us at the ndtoolbox at gmail.com. And if you wanted to see our website, please go to the toolbox.podbean. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Neurodiverse Toolbox.